grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Good evening, dear listener. It's always a pleasure to have your company on After Dark. And tonight, we have a wide and varied subject range for you. Gabrielle, our resident relationships and sex therapist, will be along to talk about the benefits of slow sex. Now, I know we're all extremely busy. Work is back in full swing. There's social engagements left and right. But Gab wants us to take a moment take a breath and enjoy each other in a slow and delicious way. We'll also be talking to Jasmine about getting real about your fantasies. And if that involves kink, how we might bring that to the table with our partner. And lastly, if you are looking for a fabulous Christmas idea, Nikki from Flirt Adult Store can certainly help out. She's going to be talking about a range of toys that we can take out of the bedroom. So if you have a really boring Christmas lunch coming up, she has just the answer to spice things up. That's all coming up tonight on After Dark. We all know the brain is the biggest sex organ, so it's no wonder there's a fair bit of psychology behind our sexual practices. Our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, helps us navigate our way around the bedroom, or whichever room takes your fancy. What head are you thinking with on After Dark? Well, after that very sexy intro, I think we can all guess which head we're thinking with. Gabrielle Laurie, welcome back to After Dark. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know you love your intro more than life itself. It's just, I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> now, we talk about sex in all different areas. We talk about BDSM. We talk about quickies. Today, we're talking about the benefits of slow sex. Absolutely. It's fantastic. And it's really good for busy, exhausted couples. Oh, hands up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Very healing. And also it's really good for couples that um, maybe the male partner has premature ejaculation and he wants to last longer or maybe there's, Either, either of them could have performance anxiety and, and stress about trying to reach orgasm or get to orgasm or give each other an orgasm, you know. All that stress is taken away because it's not orgasm-focused. And it also helps couples that feel disconnected, like flatmates running a childcare centre. It helps yes. them feel emotionally connected again and, and loved. Um, yeah, and for, for couples that feel like, you know, they're having sex out of duty, Mm. or like they feel they have to and then they feel used or resentful because they don't really want to, this this kind of sex makes you feel valued and appreciated. Yeah. I get exactly what you're saying there. And, you know, there is something to, I mean, I, I guess our go-to sort of when we're busy, you know, and we are disconnected and that sort of thing is to just go, okay, let's tick it off the list. Let's get it out of the way. You know, you've got you've got five minutes. Come on, let's go. Um, you know, this is all I can fit into my schedule. I've looked yeah. at my Google calendar. Um, but the kids are watching the Wiggles, quick. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Oh, 
dear. But look, um, you should actually, you know, when the wiggles uh, recommence, you'll get questions because there's different wiggles. The kids will be confused. They'll interrupt. So um, go with something <laughs> safe like Bluey yes. that's predictable. Oh um, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, but listen, you know, it, it really is that um, we don't sort of use – we think about sex as a, as a physical act, but it, there's also something to remember that is really about reconnecting with your partner and slowing things down – um, can be really, um, you know, it might not be the hottest sex where you're hanging off a chandelier, but it's just as important for really connecting and bonding. Absolutely. And and it actually can be hotter, but it takes a bit of us unlearning all the ways we've seen in movies and porn. But we're kind of conditioned to believe only hot sex on the kitchen table where we have five orgasms and pulling each other hair, hair is the, the passionate sex. We've been taught that that's the only one that matters. That's how we should be having it. And so a lot of people don't even know about how to have slow sex and, and how really uh, satisfying and it can be more passionate. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, let's delve into Slow Sex 101 with you, Gabrielle Laurie. So (laughs) if we want to slow things down and really make it that connected, slow experience, what should we look at paying attention to? Okay. So it is actually a method. It's not just about slowing things down. So it comes from um, Diana Richardson did a great book on it. And she does TED Talks and other talks you can find online. Uh, And other people have studied slow sex from the tantric sex method. Yes. So, um, But I suppose the way to really do it is do a body scan meditation together. So first of all, get a babysitter or a lock on the door or make sure you have actually some time, Mm. you know, an an hour or so. Or, Or actually when the kids are in bed, uh, you can do this really easily just before you go to bed, even if you're too tired for sex, because mm. it's not orgasm focused. So really you're going for a walk in a beautiful valley. You're not climbing up the mountain to get to orgasm peak. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no pressure. So first of all, couples would do a 10 minute body scan. You can download them off the internet and it helps you just relax all the tension in your body. So your jaw, everything like that. Then you'd practice breathing deeply and slowly together and visualizing your breath opening the body. And then the male is going to enter his penis into the vagina millimeter by millimeter. Wow. That'll take some, that'll take some control. (laughs) Yeah. And and it does as slow as possible because you're bringing mindful awareness. You're actually opening your eyes and looking at each other's eyes. So you may, if you're feeling resentful with your partner, you may want to do some emotional clearing the day before (laughs) (laughs) and some gratitude practice. So you're both feeling a bit more loved. and But this sex is really healing too. So your relationship doesn't have to be perfect to enjoy this. So some couples go, oh, that might feel too vulnerable, too awkward, you know, looking at each other's eyes. So you don't have to if you don't want to look in each other's eyes. But... um, Really, it's about awareness. So even if you close your eyes, you can, as he's entering you millimetre by millimetre, you can tell him what it feels like. 
and and he can ex- describe what it feels like to him. And then you feel the excitement coming in your body and then you relax. So you're not allowed to do foreplay or start thrusting more or do any of that stuff. That's why it's good for tired, busy couples. Because mm. it's almost like you're going to sleep with him inside you mm. or um, so then you can you can have a laugh. It's okay to, you know, it can feel quite a bit strange yep. practicing slow sex at first. Uh, but it's like building a fire that's you want the house to be warm all night. So you you wouldn't just chuck it all in like crazy and smother it. Mm. You just build it one really slow step at a time. And you'll find that it reduces uh, stress and you start to feel more emotionally connected because you're really present with each other. Yeah. And then it's okay to have quickies another day, you know, you can get a little vibrator, have a quickie, five-minute sex, but you'll feel connected from this slow sex, you know, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, cool. And you can do yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. So quickies in between that time, you'll still feel a bit connected. Yeah. <coughs> it really is important to make sure that um, that connection is happening. Uh, yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, it can, you, as you say, you know, the, if, if you were having the quickies all the time and you didn't take that time to sort of emotionally connect, you'd feel a little bit, it, it would feel a little bit transaction, transactional and a bit mechanical. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really taking that time to connect with your partner um, in that way, even if it's you can only get to it once every two weeks, you know, we're all flat out. But, um, you know, it's important to set aside that time. I completely agree. And there's like a lot of, a lot of people might be resistant to it at first. They go, well, what's the point if you're not getting an orgasm? You know, I don't want to just do it for emotional connection. Or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the most sexually stimulated nerve endings on a female is the vaginal entrance. So yeah. you're stimulating that. It's almost like the most amazing, mindful, slow foreplay with the head of your penis. You're just entering it's tiniest inch, millimeter by millimeter. And so she'll be getting more and more lubricated and the vaginal uh, walls will be closing tighter and tighter around you as the cervix lifts up to let you in. And you'll feel so much more, both of you. So the penis will feel more, the vagina and vulva will feel more. You'll be very surprised that it gets very erotic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm picking up what you're putting down, you saucy minx. You're going to try it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm up for it. Yep, okay. I'm going to find time in my Google calendar. I'm doing it. (laughs) Love it. Gabrielle, thank you so much for sharing this. It is something that, uh, you know, is and incredible, like it makes complete sense to really think about this practice, but we don't, do we? We we sort of just um, just gloss over it, but it is something really important to keep that connection with your partner. So I thank you for sharing that today with us on After Dark. You're welcome. Want to unlock your pleasure? Jasmine invites you to push past your limiting beliefs around sex and love. It's conscious sexuality. 
It's my absolute pleasure to welcome back Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality to After Dark. How are you this evening, my love? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks, Louise. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Now, tonight we're going to be talking about shame and specifically shame around sex and also flavours of sex. So if your flavour is not necessarily vanilla, um, some people have a little bit of shame around admitting that or standing in it if that's where their sexual preference lies. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We do tend to experience sexual shame and I want to talk a little bit about, you know, around kinks and fetishes and things that are, I guess, like you said, a little bit against the normal vanilla. Yes. Um, and might be hard to broach a topic, especially whether you have a long-term partner and you've never spoken to them about this before, or even if you're just having a casual sexual encounter, you know, how, how do you build the confidence to bring mm. up something that, that m- might not be for everyone? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, and I guess it is a really... Uh, you really do have to lay yourself bare in those situations to be able to, uh, on a on a sexual and intimate level, communicate what you want. And particularly if that is outside of the normal, you know, lights off and uh, and missionary, um, you know, it is can be for some people a little bit of a confronting conversation. Yeah, look, it really can because when we talk about our fetishes or, or kinks that we like, it, it, you have to get really vulnerable. Um, and there is an element of it that you do have to be aware that the other person that you're with, if you're wanting a partnered experience, might say no. Yes. And I think the thing here is that they might not be saying no uh, and shaming you in that way of saying no. It's, they might just be saying no because it's not their cup of tea. Mm. Yes. So it's learning, so how, you know, how, how do we broach these topics but also know and to not take it personally if we do get rejected. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is hard, which is really hard because, you know, as especially in sexual um, experiences as humans, we, we do want to feel loved. We want to feel safe. We want to feel like we belong with that person that we're with at the time. Um, and so it is just about having that really healthy level of communication and And there is not really any way around it. You just kind of have to be vulnerable and and take that plunge um, and and suggest something that might be a little bit out of the ordinary. And hopefully you'll be surprised (laughs) with the response that you get. Hopefully someone will say, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Maybe it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I'm willing to go the extra mile to help you experience this um, kink or this fetish that you're interested in. Um, but it is difficult and it is something that I get asked a lot, um, particularly in my Instagram DMs. I do get a lot of messages from people saying like, I'm into this kind of really weird stuff. How, how do I get, how do I get over it? Mm, yes. And I think the interesting thing here is, well, you don't need to get over it. Um, as long as the other party that you're wanting to do it with is fully consenting uh, to what you're wanting to do, then let's try and broach that topic. Let's try and explore in these new areas with other people. Um, let's normalize things that might be seen as like really different and out there, um, but can still bring total sexual pleasure to somebody. Yeah. Um, 
And if it doesn't make you feel good or potentially it's a little bit degrading or something like that, then obviously you absolutely need to pull out the stop sign um, and make sure that that person doesn't continue. But um, a really healthy way of communicating in these situations is to broach the topic. If the person, other person is receptive, then also maybe lay out a few ground rules. Yes. Yeah. You know, what's the, what's the, what's the signal for a, for a no? What, when, when do we need to tap out? When do we wave the white flag? You know, those kinds of things. Um, so having those boundaries really clearly laid out before you even start um, having a go at something new can also create a really safe platform for everybody involved. Yeah. Um, because you might have a fetish that you really want to try, but you might try it and actually decide that you hate it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And so you, let's normalize that too. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, what I find really interesting, I mean, obviously in my line of work uh, mm. doing this show, I do speak to a lot of people who have experienced, uh, you know, and, and dabbled in fetish. So whether that's BDSM, whether it's swinging, whether it's, uh, whether it's threesomes, whatever it is. Uh, but you know what really stands out to me, all of those that, that engage in it all the time so we're talking about in our conversation we're talking about okay I'm interested to try this and I'm a little bit curious I'm going to throw it out there and and getting over that hump of of the fear of actually putting yourself out there and expressing that but what I've noticed about um, the people who indulge in these things uh, regularly is that the level of communication, trust and respect that they have to engage in these practices is actually uh, up quite a few levels from a lot of heterosexual, normal, vanilla relationships that I come across because they must have those boundaries, they must have that line of communication and they must have that safety in order to explore these things. Um, So, you know, (laughs) that is – it stands out to me that in a lot of ways the communication that it takes to indulge in some of these things or to go down that path really does level up your relationships skills on the whole yeah that's it exactly and like that's exactly true like you said and um for the other regulars on your show um luke and cindra from conscious couples you know they have outstanding communication amazing um, because of the way that they have their relationship as a open relation open married couple also now a polyamorous couple yes um and they had to really really work on their communication uh to make sure that everybody feels safe that everybody feels heard and comfortable um and so it's true i feel like couples who do explore things who are a little bit out of the ordinary have tend to have a few more exceptional communication skills um maybe than your regular monogamous married couple i mean could be wrong like you know i'm not saying this is across the board yes um but I think, I think that's a really interesting point in that the people who do tend to explore in things who in, in areas of sex that are um, a little bit more different yeah. really have to up their communication game and vulnerability game um, and talk things through and learn how to have really good communication skills. Yes, you're absolutely correct. So if we were uh, looking at, at sort of, okay, we wanted to try um, some BD, light BDSM or we wanted to uh, possibly invite someone into our dynamic, 
and we were scared to do that. How would you go about broaching that with your partner uh, if if that was something that, that you had wanted to explore? Yeah, look, honestly, for me, like personally, if this was something that I was doing or I wanted to try something new in the bedroom, um, I would just sit down and have a focused conversation. So I wouldn't try and do it. Personally, I wouldn't try and do it when we're in the middle of the dishes or in the middle of something. I like to have conversations where I've 100% got the other person's attention. Mm. So I think that's really important um, as well so that you know that that other person is fully engaging in the conversation and fully hearing everything that you're saying. Um, So I would recommend intentionally setting some time aside to have a conversation um, and share what's going on, share something that you might be wanting to try and give the other person the opportunity to ask questions around maybe why you're wanting to bring that into your sex life. Yep. Um, and hearing them don't, I think it's really important to not be going into these conversations, preparing to be defensive. I think you need to go into these conversations with your partner, feeling open and knowing that uh, it's not going to, it is not intentionally a rejection of you. If they do say no in the end, um, it might just be that they're not at that place yet. Yeah, okay. So maybe you find a compromise. Maybe you find a happy medium. Maybe you, you go, can we work towards this? And then your partner can also maybe give you some things that might help them get more comfortable with the idea to try, not right then, but maybe a little bit down the track. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Jasmine, this has been really fascinating and uh, and something that I think will help a lot of people because uh, we all do have those little secret things locked away and we think, oh, should I bring it out? Should I not? But my advice is that you never know unless you ev- never go. I mean, that was a that was a travel thing uh, from That's years right. years <laughs> past. You'll never never know if you never never go. And we are applying that to sex tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. That's what we're doing. So yeah, pluck up the courage and uh, get out your sexual passport and put it on the table <laughs> and tell your partner what you want and see if you can level up your sex game. If that is what you so desire. Jasmine, thank you once again for joining us on After Dark. Thanks, Lori. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. Well, it's my pleasure to welcome back Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. And today we are celebrating because All of those toys that have been locked up in our bedrooms with us in the house, all of that sort of stuff. Now we can actually venture outside and Nikki believes that we should actually take our toys with us. Yes, I'm intrigued as well. Welcome to Back to After Dark, Nikki. Thanks for having me. So excited to do this one. Okay, so we can get out of our houses now. I mean, we had a lot of we had a lot of opportunity for um, you know long afternoons um, with the sex toys uh, when we were locked down, but now we're sort of getting back to life. And what I always love is a great productivity hack and a time saver. And you have the ultimate, don't you? We certainly do. So we've got an amazing offer for all of our listeners where you can use the code LIVE30 and get yourself 
30% off Lovence Toys at Float Adult Store. Lovence Toys are fantastic because they can be taken from the bedroom, which we've been locked down for months. It's time to get out. These toys you can take out to lunch, out to dinner, and have somebody either at home or across from you doing all the programmable sides of it. So you're going to have wireless control, so much fun. Time to get that, you know, out of the house now. Right. So, okay. So explain this to me. So um, the the discrete toys, obviously, we're not going out to a yeah. restaurant and putting like a vibrator on the table. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're mainly all wearable inside. So no one's going to hear you buzzing. They're just going to be able to see your excitement from across the restaurant and go, I wonder what they're doing. Well, they're probably going like, you know, the line, I'll have what she's having uh, from Harry and Sally. (laughs) Yeah. But but the toys that you can definitely take out of the house are the internal eggs. They're really great. Then there's some um, clitoral vibrators that clip onto the outside of your undies. Yeah. So you pop them on the outside. You can walk around and have a really great time. And it's fun because you're building a bit of intimacy and a little bit of fun with with your partner. So it's turns a simple dinner into a really fun night out. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds like a bit of fun. And what you're actually saying is, is that uh, your partner, um, you know, can actually control the remote control. Uh, I believe it's yeah. there's, it's an app, isn't it? It is. They're done on an app, so no one's going to know what's happening because you're just going to be on your phone like you normally would. So it's completely discreet. It's completely soundless and you're only going to really see the person who's enjoying themselves, their kind of, you know, facial expressions and, you know, possibly a few moans. Why not? They're a fun toy. But it's just really fun. Now that we can have our freedom back, why not take toy play from the bedroom outside? Absolutely. I look I like it. It's cheeky and it's it's certainly different and it, you know, spices up things, doesn't it? I mean Oh my goodness. Yeah. It certainly does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, you can have uh your cheesecake and your orgasm too. It sounds exactly like exactly. a perfect lunch date to me. <laughs> Definitely. And there's a toy for everybody. There's mm. external and internal toys, there's just internal, there's just external, and then there's even toys for the back door. So no matter who you are, there is a toy in this range that you can take out of the house and play with. And they're even better to play with inside as well. So it's just a little bit of fun. We're all free now. Let's go out and have a ball and enjoy our freedom and have our orgasms too. Oh, I love it. Nikki, uh, that is an amazing tip. So that is the Lovence range and 30% off if you use the code LIVE30. That's correct, isn't it? It's an exclusive discount. Yeah, an exclusive discount for our Newcastle Live listeners. So enjoy it. Spend up because you get 30% off. So it is an amazing offer. You are amazing and you look after us so no well. <laughs> we just want everyone in Newcastle to have a good time. Absolutely. I'm down for that. We should lead the charge. So, yes, pop into Flirt Adult Store or order discreetly online and use the code to get 30% off your Lovance products. We are loving that. And, uh, yeah, I'll be looking out for uh, people enjoying themselves all over Newcastle at their lunch and dinner dates and I will put it down to you. (laughs) 
definitely. <laughs> that was Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. You're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio. The time has drawn to a close once again, dear listener. Hope you got a lot out of this evening on After Dark and a lot of new conversations to bring to the table and some new toys to try. I'll be back at same bat time, same bat channel next week from 8pm. I'm Louise Wilkinson and you've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.